you can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. Marie. And you are going in SmackDown Live. Huh. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watch him going in the Raw. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button. And the notify bell next to it to make sure you always get your new Going In Raw notifications. We're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com. Larson, do you hear that? I do. I think I hear sleigh bells ringing. I think I hear... Happy holidays, friendos! It's your pal, also Cal. Yes! 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 You know, I gotta tell you guys something. You know, I am just so jazzed for this holiday season because all these great, you guys have your thing going on. I have my thing going on. You guys know what I'm talking about. Hmm? You guys know? All right, let Christmas. me tell you. Why Christmas, don't you right? tell us, Cal? Well, how about this, friendos? It's Christmas, right? How about, here's a real gift. You can see me, your pal, Cal Jack, wrestling in Vacaville, California. Stop hitting the desk. Don't worry about it. Well, here's the thing. It's not gonna sound good on the audio. It won't sound good on the audio? It just give, it makes more work for me. Alright, I won't. Sorry. Anyways, continue. Make anyway, your anyway, Showdown DeVille, Vacaville, California, presented by Pro Wrestling Alliance. This is your pal Cal here. You might see Steven Larson. No promises. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Maybe. I'm going to try. Maybe. I'm yeah, definitely going to try. I'm definitely going to try. I want to yeah. go. I want to go. The gift would be if you friendos came to the match. It's yeah. on eventbrite.com. Showdown DeVille in Vacaville, California. Come on. You gotta come Where? What me. website can they go to? Eventbrite.com slash showdown in the DeVille. D-E-V-I-L-L-E. We'll put a link in the description yeah. of this episode. Yeah, absolutely. How about that? that would make me really happy. But, you know, how about SmackDown? That's what we're about yeah, to talk about today, Cal. you guys Cal. should talk about that. I kind of feel like I'd rather do a, a recap of Showdown the Ville. A, pre- this, a at proper this, preview. Yeah, at this we point. could do that. Yeah. Well, that would just be the gift that keeps on giving. I'll say that much. But anyway... I gotta go. I got some things to do. Uh, well, I'm sure you, you got some gifts to deliver to yeah, you know, all, all over the world. All over the world, because I'm Santa's little helper. You're Christmas you guys Cal. Didn't know that I am Christmas Cal, Cal Kringle at the moment. So anyway, friendos. Krampus. Cal. Who, who was the um? Who's the elf that wanted to be a dentist? Britt Brit Baker. Brit, yeah. No, 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 no. There's an elf that wanted to be a dentist. I have no, you know I have no, no idea what you're idea. talking you about. Friendos will know. You guys will know. You guys look it up. Find out at the DeVille. At the DeVille. Showdown cool. at tell, the DeVille. You guys can tell me at the DeVille. All right, anyway. Yeah. Right. Friendos, Mike doesn't even work. Anyway, I'll see you guys later. Bye, Cal. Bye, Cal. It's so much fun. Do you want this? Text us when you get home so oh, we know you're safe. And all acquaintance be. That's New Year's. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. It's close. <laughs> week later. <laughs> week later. Not a day late. No. We got some new patrons, Cal. What do you do? Yeah. Who are they? Okada Dollar, Nikki Money, P- 
Peyton Jackson and Adolph Oliver Nipple. That's an interesting name. Oh, that's a shoot name. name. That's a good name. Good name. That's a good name. Anyways. All right, guys. All right, See Cal. You later. We'll talk Bye, to you later. Cal. Bye. Hope you don't mind. I ate my my salmon and broccoli. That's and cool, man. You got to. You not, guys, not happy about that. Either. You got to stick to your diet. You got, I appreciate you got that, heat man. Now you got shoot heat with me. No, you. Although you did say that you wouldn't turn me in for murder. So no, no, I wouldn't say a thing. That's all that matters. Talk to you for Unlike some snakes around here. All right, let's talk about SmackDown. All right, let's talk about SmackDown. You guys talk about SmackDown and head out. All right, later, Cal. Later, Bye, Cal. Thanks for stopping by, Cal. Thanks for stopping by. No, I had a great time being here. Oh, bye, Kevin Owens. Bye, Kevin Owens. See ya, Byron. Bye, Adam Mayhem. No. I think it's Bruce Pritchard. Oh, Bruce Pritchard. Uh, so, SmackDown, in a nutshell. Uh, meh. Meh. Okay, so I there actually, I, I liked, I thought they, they could have gotten a lot more out of the Miz fiend. Yeah, I actually really like that they've been able to successfully transition. Like while Daniel Bryan is is out rehabilitating his hair loss, his hair grow and getting some hymns. I've always liked. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I've always liked, or I've liked for the past couple of weeks how they've incorporated the Miz. Yes. It makes sense. Story and logic. Yes, they could have done a lot more considering there's a, uh, like nine days away from TLC. Yeah. Sometimes they'll, they'll pull an episode out where there'll be like a, a, a dramatic through line, a storyline through, you know, the episode. And they kind of did that for but the first not, half of the episode, but not yeah, to no. the degree they really needed to. I know. I, know. I uh, was hoping at the end, they'd come back around to it. Instead. We got, wow. A scene where Roman Reigns gets dog food dumped on him. Yeah. Otherwise the episode was not very, it was not compelling. I'll put it that way. No. I thought there, I mean, there were some, there were some cool things like there or there were some entertaining things. I'll put it that way. Like the Mandy Rose Alexa Bliss match. That was a they they did something kind of creative there, pulling the eyelashes. Yeah, off. the tag team elimination match was fun. Yeah, that was a fun Especially match. Especially got down to the final two. It was that fun. That was a fun match. But again, there so there's also been sort of this report out there. I think Meltzer mentioned this. So take it for what you will, that uh Vince apparently uh, has sort of this late in life has switched his philosophy up on how to promote pay-per-views. Uh, you don't let people know what the matches are uh, ahead of time, which apparently is going to be a thing now. I don't know. I mean, it seems like basic promotion. People want to know what they're reserving time for, spending money for. I mean, I get that you can sort of you can figure out what the matches are going to be by the feuds that are going leading into it. Kind thing. of, I guess. But I always like the idea that, hey, a thing is coming up. This is set in stone. Yep. So let's, you know, let's build off it. I mean, it's it's the basics of promoting fight type situations. It really is. Like boxing matches, everybody. UFC fights, everything. There, there's a huge event that we're building yeah. towards. And uh, unless you know that huge event's going to happen, you don't know what's really being built towards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's kind of, you know, and you saw a little bit of that. There was nothing concrete in place. Like there's going to be one additional been, episode of Raw and one. Yeah, so episode. far I know they've announced Roman versus Baron in TLC match. That's um, official. That's been announced. Yes, officially announced. They said tonight, winner of the the tag team elimination match would get a, a title opportunity against New Day. Mm-hmm. So that's set in stone. Did they? I think they didn't they announce Bray versus Miz. Yes, now? they announced that tonight. Okay, well, I'm going to take a look at WWE's Twitter because there is there is the question of. Is this the Fiend versus Miz? Because we saw we saw specifically Firefly Bray take out the Miz with a sister Abigail mm-hmm. in a backstage. This is the first time I've ever seen. I think Firefly Bray that I can yeah. get involved in, in anything physically yeah. and also exist in our world. Yeah, 
you know, you can make the case that Fire, Firefly Funhouse exists in some other realm, potentially. Yeah. Although I guess Seth interacted with it, so maybe not. But you know, you could, you could say, yeah, once Seth burned it out, it was just a place. It was just yeah, a no, it was place kind of more interesting. It was actually something else. But anyways, um, uh, nonetheless, first time we've seen Bray actually get involved physically mm-hmm. in an altercation backstage at WWE show. Yeah. Oh, so, so they got they got a two hundred five tonight. That's oh, cool. cool. That's cool. Neat. Let's see here. WWE's Twitter. I'm kind of curious if they if they have a card up. Maybe be on WWE.com. Um, so or card up for what? Uh, for the 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 match between Miz and Bray. If oh. they have like Firefly Bray or the Fiend. Um, I think the one they ran on TV was. Oh yeah, look at that. Firefly. It's, it's, no, yeah, it's Firefly, and he's got like the blue championship. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. That's an interesting twist. I like that. Well, I guess it makes sense for the story specifically. We can just get into that because the show kicks off with uh, Miz TV. He comes out, Miz does, and says, uh, ever since Daniel Bryan got pulled under the ring last night and got a bunch of his hair pulled out by the Fiend, we haven't heard from him, haven't been seen from He's nowhere to be found. Um, mystery is afoot. Yeah. Miz wants to get the bottom of it. Um, Firefly Funhouse episode begins. Starts with uh, Bray hanging a picture of Daniel Bryan on his wall. Eyes crossed out. Same as all the other pictures. And he says, hey, Miz, hats off to you for trying to solve this mystery of Daniel Bryan. He says, maybe he's with him. He's with him. Um, Bray doesn't think Daniel Bryan is going to be at TLC and says, Miz, do you want to play? And Miz is like, no. And and Bray says, oh, that makes Bray sad when you don't want to play. Was pretty, Bray's yeah. performance here is pretty, pretty good. good. Actually, this, this entire Miz Bray thing I kind of like. I mean, yeah. it, it comes from an organic storyline logic, you know, et cetera. But also, Miz and Bray are actually really good in it. Yes. Yeah. Um, family gets brought up. Out comes Rambling Rabbit. He tells Miz to run. And Bray says, oh, family is the word of the day. And he spells it. And he says, I used to have a family. We get some jump cuts of Wyatt family stuff, including a shot with Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it. yeah. Um, and he says, uh, I have a chance to join a new family. And he holds up the picture of the Miz's family. Miz, Maurice, their two kids. Yeah. And says, Miz, you want to come play with me now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Miz, you go back to Miz, and he's like, oh, crap. You yeah. just brought my family. That's scary it. stuff. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense for this to be Firefly Bray because he's relatively domesticated. Well, it's, it's he, he wears the uniform of of a family friendly product. Yes. product. Yeah, yes. exactly. As I, opposed to the fiend who's a horror movie villain. You know, you know it'd be hilarious if, if, if the idea to have Bray, this is, this is how silly WWE can be. If Vince wanted Bray instead of the Fiend because of some weird Vince reason. Oh, I know. All of a sudden, he didn't like the red lights. Or he didn't want the backlash from that the goofy $6,500 title. But storyline, this actually does make sense. I like that this is mm-hmm. something that we haven't seen before, for one thing. It gives us another dimension to the whole Fiend Bray Wyatt well, thing. Well, here's the thing. is that The Fiend, in a horror movie sense, is, is a threat to Miz himself existentially. However... That's not what's going to hurt Miz the most. What's going to mm-hmm. hurt Miz the most is going after his family. Yeah. And that manifested itself later on when they have an encounter backstage and Bray has photoshopped himself into that same picture yeah. of his family. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's the aspect of the Miz that he can most effectively weaponize against the Miz. Yes, and exactly. that's the Firefly uh, Bray. Yeah. So uh, we go to commercial. We come back. Miz is on the phone talking to Maurice and tells her, lock all the doors, turn on the alarm. Uh, I'm not risking anything. I'm on the next flight home. Yeah. So he's taking this seriously. Which, yeah, exactly. That's good. Sense of urgency. That's mm-hmm, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, first match of the night is Mandy Rose versus Alexa Bliss. Good to see Alexa back in the ring. Yes. Um, 
Uh, early on, some back and forth. Alexa slides out. Uh, Mandy hits her with a V-trigger right ringside. Mm-hmm. Um, she has control, and during which she has uh, Alexa in like, some submission move and rips off her fake eyelashes. Yeah. Ow. I think ow, at the very there's least, an adhesive. uncomfortable. It's there's definitely a, uncomfortable. There's an adhesive, I believe, used to attach uh, fake eyelashes to eyelid. I've never worn them. Nor have I. I also, I've never heard my wife... Like, you know, loudly scream and horror pain <laughs> right. removing false because eyelashes. Because she has, you know, all, yeah. you know, the, she does that. Yeah. Um, but if nothing else, it's a great visual. It totally is. I thought it was a very creative way uh, to, to pull off that little bit right there. Yeah. Um, so anyways, Alexa escapes fairytale ending, gains the upper hand. Sony then tries to distract Alexa for a moment, but Nikki gets up on the top takes her out with a fun splash or off the steps rather. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Alexa hits a DDT, follows it with a twisted bliss. She gets the win. Uh, not a big surprise. No. Uh, after that, we had Dana Brooke. She was hanging out at catering. Of course, she's been all the internet rage these days with her uh, wildly entertaining flirtation with Batista. It's amazing. It's honestly like one of the best things. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Drake Maverick, who of course had an encounter with her last week, uh, he comes up to her asks her about Batista and he's uh he, he wants to know what does well, Batista like, have. Well he kinda he kinda says he's like, I thought we had something last week. Yeah, and she's like, mm. like, dude, you're married. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That yeah. was a huge story beat not yeah. that long ago. Yeah. And she's like, she's all mm, no. And he's like, well, what does Batista have that I don't have? Um it, Elias walks in. He goes, Hello, my name is Elias. Hello, my name is Elias. <laughs> and so sometimes uh, words can't communicate things the way a song can yeah and begins to sing a song about uh, all the advantages that batista has pretty darn funny over uh uh, uh drake mm-hmm. he's tall he's jacked yeah um, and then and then he like punctuates it by uh singing a lyric that indicates he is actually elias has slept with drake maverick's wife yeah and then drake maverick is upset about this slaps, slaps yeah. elias walks off and then dana brooks says is that real what Did you that really just said and he says nope but something's about to happen and then walks off. It was actually pretty good. It was a pretty good bit. Yeah, I like Elias is so effective in small bits like this. Mm-hmm. Not as a full fledged henchman mm-hmm. doing the bidding of Shane McMahon or whomever. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Uh, I, I like him in this in this role. No, he was good. And, and if I kind of wish they just kept it to this for this week. Instead, as we'll get to in a, a minute, uh, there was more to it that didn't initially uh, lessen the impact of this segment. But didn't enhance it either. Yeah, something yeah. did happen. It did, yeah, but it was just uh, kind of whatever. It was what it was. Uh, but anyways, uh, it did. Uh, it <laughs> there's a there's a segue here that doesn't really work. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, 
which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. After that, we had a Drake Maverick uh, promo. He, yeah. So he then comes out to the ring and uh, he says, nobody makes a mockery of myself or my wife. He calls out Elias. Elias and Danny Brooke then come to the ring. Drake charges at Elias. Elias, he Stiff does. Stiff arms him, essentially. Yeah, the thing that I think kind of bummed both of us out and Cal, who was here, was like Jake Drake Maverick. Yeah, he's a comedy guy, but he's also an accomplished wrestler. He is. He like beat Mike Bennett in a really fantastic match on 205 a couple months ago. Uh, before Mike Bennett decided to do free speaking engagements, yeah, and uh, and so like to think that he's gonna do the whole cartoon, I know, and then pick him up by like the his belt yeah, Elias his picked pants, him up by his pants by and his waistline, him. yeah, and then he kicks him in the rear end out of the ring, yeah, and no then, paradise uh, lock though, we should have put him in the paradise lock first, yeah. Anyways, uh, Drake tries to leave, ends up uh, Dana just tosses him back in the ring. Elias hits drift away, and then Dana gets in the ring, puts her foot atop Drake. Elias. Counts a pinfall. Yeah, like not a legit match, but uh, no, far from it. You know what? This was a, a segment that took up like three minutes of my time. wasn't a big deal. What else are they going to do with this time? And more than nothing, it gets Dana Brooke in the ring. That's true. So I'm fine with it. It was. I mean, maybe they could have done a little bit different because Drake Maverick is actually a pretty decent wrestler. Yeah. But uh, but it was what it was. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. Like the, the the setup was the best bit. Oh yeah, by far. Uh, next, we had a quick shot of Miz. He's leaving the arena. He's walking down a corridor. He looks to his right, and there is a room lit in red. Yeah, that's the Fiend's room or Sheamus's. Yeah, Sheamus. So fifty. So he and he kicks the door open all the way. Walks in, and as you mentioned before, there's that Photoshop picture of Miz's family. But Bray in place of Miz. He had seen Talladega Nights recently. Yeah. It always sucks when I make a joke on the live stream and then it falls flat here because, like, we already heard it. I know. I've heard that joke already. <laughs> I laughed These then. people haven't heard it, but then, it was, you know. Here, put a laugh track in, I guess. There maybe. you go. There you go. Right there. Um, and so. Uh, are you going to have to edit out Cal? <laughs> you can't really do much about that. Please talk and watch. He's such an enthusiastic no, young guy. You got to support that. I really do want to check out that Vacaville show, man. I really want to go. Same. I just life things. I know. Hopefully, uh, fortune smiles upon us that day. Right. Um, so Bray rolls up behind him, says, "Say cheese." Drops him with the sister Abigail, not the fiend. I will reiterate. Bray Wyatt. I will reiterate that bit from the stream, though. That the the shameless thing that Cal told us because that was hilarious. That was funny. That was great. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. So uh, Firefly Funhouse Bray drops Miz with the sister Abigail. Um, we go to commercial. We come back, and then the, there's a ref in the room. He helps up the Miz. And Miz, he really wants to know where that picture is. I'm guessing next week we're going to see that picture on the wall at Firefly on the Firefly Funhouse. Probably. Why do you think Miz cared about that picture? Don't know. He was cheap and only got a limited run. Like when you go to Sears and you get the pictures, he was mm -hmm. like, I'll just get the digitals in one eight by 10. Give me the budget. <laughs> <laughs> the budget dude, one. Dude, the, di the digital is the most expensive, dude. I know. What? It's like $45 for a damn CD. Oh, it's terrible. Whenever it's time for Bama's little student pictures, I'm like, you guys. It's like I have to pay like 112 bucks. Yeah, we get the one sheet. 
we get the one sheet with the two five by sevens. You the know waltz. what though? Though it makes like or like, three by five. Sorry, it's like then all I got to do is get a bunch of cheapo frames, and my Christmas gift for like half my family's done. Yeah, you get another picture, must be kid. There you go. <laughs> Anyways, after that we had a pretty fun tag elimination match. Oh, it was a lot of fun. The uh, winner got a gets a shot at the new day, and it was Ali and Shorty G. Now as the tag team, I guess, uh, with separate entrances though. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucha House Party and uh, the Revival and Heavy Machinery. Oh, and Heavy Sorry. Machinery. Yeah, I know Heavy Machinery. It's fine. You don't have to write it down. Well, I will now. No, oh, no. Completionist. Yeah, I guess Heavy so. Machinery. So uh, let's see here. The New Day. Oh, yeah. They had come out first on commentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, Heaven Machinery um, eliminate Lucha House Party after a compactor. Correct. Uh, Dash tries to roll up. I'm Which sorry. one's Dash? Dash uh, Dash's guy with the beard. The guy with the hair. Right? Yeah. Scott Dawson has is bald. Yes. He rolls up Otis. Heavy Machinery is eliminated. And then the revival is over taunting the New Day. And then uh, Ollie and, and Gable toss revival into him and so new day gets up they get in their faces mm-hmm. there being uh ollie and chad gable uh back in the ring man chad gable was just doling out german suplexes all over the place yeah that was right german suplex both members of revival that was great he revivaled uh or sorry and uh, suplexed a uh, dash wilder a bunch ollie followed a super kick after one and then a jack knife cover for himself dawson has to run and break up the pit that was great ollie goes for that satellite ddt he does dash caught him power slam Boom. Only gets him a two, though. Uh, Revival, uh, they catch Ali while he's trying to suicide dive, tosses him into the timekeeper area, um, and then Gable takes out the Revival with a senton off the apron. Back in the ring, Gable puts Dash. Which one's Dash? Uh, Dash is the guy with the hair, man. Yeah. Okay, making sure. In an ankle lock. He escapes, though, and during the midst of his escape, he sends Gable towards the ropes. There's Dawson, the bald one. European uppercut. And then Revival hit Shatter Machine for the win. Yeah. And afterwards, Revival dropped a great promo uh, saying, fun games are over. They will no longer let the New Day disgrace. Dis- disgrace. I almost said disrespect. Disgrace, yeah. Uh, the tag team titles. Old school, fundamental tag team wrestling's coming back. It was a hell of a promo. Like, it's just a sort of do-nothing smackdown, but these guys, will bring it every time. Heck yeah, man. Contract season's coming up. Um, yeah, that's true. Five months. And uh, Four months. Is it Mania or, or September? I think it's Mania. Is it Mania? Mania. Ooh. Yeah, man. Um, if you're the Revival, you want to leave? A year ago, things were a lot worse for the tag division. I mean, it's one thing about the, the McMahon shakeup. After the Revival went to, to McMahon and said, hey, this is crap. We got to get out of here. I mean, the you know, War Raiders, yeah, they're still taking down enhancement talent. Over there on Raw, that kind of sucks. Yeah. It's magna, the tag team, it's the, the, the scene's a little bit better the ingredients now. Are there for something solid, but scene's a little bit better. Um, and they let him go to NXT and do a thing. Maybe it was a situation where it's like at this point we really have a whole lot of faith in this long term. I don't know. Yeah, you know it. It like you know part of it might be money. WWE will offer more of it. Well, they've also been very vocal recently about the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be the revival. They are a very interesting situation in that. And you can, there, there are not, I'll be honest, there are not a lot of people you can say this about. Um, with the exception, I'll be honest, maybe with the women's division. I feel like everybody in the women's division would, would be at the top of the, of the heap over on AEW because their women's division is not as veteran heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about the guys, but the revival in particular 
have a ton of leverage right now. Oh, yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm kind of surprised that the WWE... I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of surprised that they haven't made a bit more out of the tag division. I like, know. Let them main event a pay-per-view. I know, man. You know? They got so many great tag teams on their roster. There's some really great tag man. teams. But then the Revival, like, they have consistently been on TV putting on really terrific matches. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, they didn't give them the Randy Orton thing. Yeah, I'm a it depends if their personality type is more Dean Ambrose or more Anderson and Gallows. Sure, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they're in it first and foremost for the craft. Maybe WB is not where they want to stay. Yeah. Maybe they think there's more upside going to AEW where, you know, based on years. They'd be in main events. Years of build. They'd be in main events. Young Bucks versus FTR. That'd be all into main, ev- would main be, event. Would be a main event. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Or double or nothing to or whatever. Yeah. All into is already all out. Um all out of her. Yeah. Out her. But then you look at, you know, I think, I wonder if a lot of people are just sort of waiting to see what AEW's got. Totally. I mean, dude, I wonder if the, the revival, look, they've been very vocal about wanting to be home. And so saying, oh, I wonder if they'd go to New Japan. I don't know if that'd be on, on their plate. Yeah, I don't know either. But there are a lot of good tag teams. And like, if they mm-hmm. want, if they're about the craft, I mean, New Japan is a destination, but yeah, AEW for sure. Like oh, that's, yeah. you that's, got the Young Bucks, you, you got Lucha Brothers, you got XLAX. For sure, yeah. The private party, tag yeah. division, AEW stack. That's got to be it. It's got, you'd think, it'd be a di- you'd think it'd be a difficult, <laughs> you'd think it'd be a difficult decision what? to make. SCU just, I'm still. Oh, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky are a great team. I'm They're still champions, laughing man. about Christian. Oh, I know. I'm st- it still makes me laugh. I'm sorry. It's funny. Um, so anyways, that's going to be interesting to keep an eye on. It's just, it just yes, will be. Yes, it is. Uh, after that, um, I think it's going to be difficult. They're they're a, they're a unique case. I think it's going to be difficult for AEW to pry big names away from WWE. Oh yeah, I think it's going to be, be hard. Yeah, NXT maybe. <laughs> maybe. WWE main. I don't know. Well, I mean, like I said, it depends if there's any more people that have the 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 outlook like of Ambrose who are just so frustrated creatively that going into work, regardless of the amount of money you're making, is is, is not worth it. The anxiety that you feel is going into work every day. Knowing that you're not going to be fulfilled fi- uh, creatively, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it depends. Yeah. Like you know, everybody's different. Go down that roster again and see if there's anybody else. Yep. Like you'd think that Drew McIntyre, maybe, but he's always on TV. He's always on TV. Here's the thing with Drew too: is like he had a run in WWE before mm-hmm. that didn't end well for him. I kind of feel like he'd have to leave, be taken out of WWE at this point, kicking and screaming, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Because like I can't for lack of a better term, burn out twice. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I came back to make it. Yeah. I'm not, not, I'm not, not going to make it. And I feel like that dude, who do you think is closer to the top? Drew or Braun? Braun seems like he's branched off into a completely different yeah, Braun career. Braun got to the point where he was flirting with the top and then for whatever reason. Heavily flirting. Yeah. Like Drew. they could have put the universal title on him in the crowd and the arena would have Exploded, Ex- yeah, exploded. Yeah. Cheers, and boy, he's it. a long way from that. Yes. Huh? Anyways, let's get back to this. Yes. Yeah, so the next was a Roman interview. Um, and more or less, he said, "I don't, I don't know why Baron doesn't need. I don't know why Baron needs Bob Roode and Dolph. He's huge. He's six six, almost six eight. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. I wonder what that line's all about. I wonder if Baron Corbin got a chuckle out of that. Maybe they're probably friends. Um, and then he's like, you know, uh, whatever happens, TLC, I'm going to win, pretty yeah. much. We know, we know that Roman. Yeah. Uh, after that, another Seamus promo. 
been watching some Drew McIntyre promos lately. Dude, I'm telling you, it's, it's the, the same it's thing. It's literally the same thing. Everybody's soft. I'm tough guy. I'm a real man. I don't get on social media or whatever. He has a YouTube he, channel. He's on YouTube channel. He's a YouTuber. Which is actually great. This, the Celtic Warrior workouts are pretty cool. Yeah. They're really yeah. cool. Um, so he does that. Maybe because Drew was on there once when after he tore his bicep. Maybe uh, they, were, they were sharing notes about character stuff. This was long before Drew ever did this thing, though. Yeah, but it's so easy to go to. That's what it bugs me. And here's the thing. Like, I'm happy to see Seamus back. I think it's cool. I mean, I'm not really sure how excited I'll be once he's been back for six months. You going to download his theme song on your phone again? If it's the lobster head one, heck yeah, man. I wish he would start using that, but he's not going to. Probably They've not. already been playing his theme song. Um, yeah, no, it was great because he was like, oh, I'm so tough. I'm so strong. And then Cal just out of nowhere said, he's not so tough. I was hanging out with him when he lived with uh, Robbie Brookside. Yeah. And uh, Seamus came over and we were watching TV and all he kept on doing was complaining about how itchy the couch was. He's not that tough. That's pretty great. <laughs> that sounds like something I would do. Uh, dude, Cal's freaking stories are so random mm-hmm. and just they're, they're like RKOs are out of nowhere and they're know, great. Great. And he they always really does impressions are. too. Oh, he's a terrific impression. Did he do that a lot when I was gone? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. That's great. Anyways, after that, we had squash match. Yeah. Lacey Evans versus Haley Jones. Who looked like one of the characters on the Sgt. Pepper album. Yeah, Lion Tamer. That's yeah. what Corey Graves said. Said she looked like a Lion Tamer. She did. Anyways, it wasn't much of a match. Uh, Lacey won with like a, essentially a ripcord woman's right. That yeah. lady sold it really well, yeah, too. Yeah, she did. Yeah. Uh, and then Sasha comes out in the ramp. And it's like, hey, Lacey, stay in the ring. We got business. Hey, you. And then we go to commercials. So they have to just kind of like mill about there for two and a half minutes. When we got back, Sasha was on the apron. And just starting to talk. And it yeah. seemed like she was almost mid-conversation. So I'm not sure what was going on during yeah, the commercial. Knows? It was probably just that awkward thing where the lights go down. They run some stupid commercial on the Tron. Yeah, and they have to act like Sasha's probably pointing and talking trash, but off mic. And lights come up. She puts the mic up back to her face. I don't know. Or they, she just stands on the apron and just... Well, yeah, they always like what they always I do. Know, it's so weird. It's so weird. Like in the in arena presentation, it just kills everything. Because then, like, you look at the superstar, and on one level, it's fascinating because you get to see what they do during that time. But all they do is this. Yeah, they just wait. Sometimes they'll talk. Yeah. I imagine if they're about to drop promos on each other, they don't really talk all that much. They're probably running lines in their head. Yeah. Oh God, that's got to be terrifying. So we come back from commercial, and Sasha is talking trash about Lacey. Calls her Mary Poppins. Well, that doesn't fit at all. No. Lacey interrupts. Uh, apparently last week, she st- I didn't watch last week's SmackDown. She just started a bit of a face turn. This was in full effect tonight. Yeah. Because she she brought up many times uh, her, her time mm-hmm. uh, in the Marines. Yeah. What it taught her. Said it's still leadership skills in here. And you, Sasha, and Bailey are no leaders of the women's division. Because that's what Sasha said to she is the standard bearer of the women's division. Now, it is possible they've done this because I did not really pay too close attention to this last week. I sort of watched SmackDown very sort of in the background because I knew I didn't have to work. So I was like, okay, what do I care? Um, but I'm not huge on her. All, I don't, number one, I'm not a huge fan anyways of like massive changes in attitude. I kind of like when heel turns, if you will, or face turns are motivated and kind of make sense. Like, okay, I know this is a dramatic shift, but when Daniel Bryan started talking about the hyperbaric chamber, at least there is some chemical reason yeah, for yeah, that, yeah, you yeah. know? Yeah. Um, so I kind of like that. I kind of wish she would have used, and maybe she did this, I don't know, the Saudi Arabia experience 
as her motivation mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. a better person. Mm-hmm. I saw what it was like to be a force of change. See, that's good. And I can do that. And I and I I want to do that. Now. See, that's good. That's I good. don't know, but all she does is talk about being a marine, which is great. That's good. That's you know. But uh, well, there's probably ways like you could say the, the the experience of Crown Jewel showed me you know what is the effect that we could have. Yeah. You know, and and it made me think back to my experience. Yeah, serving, right. Yeah. You As know, in the military. Just, you know. Hey, now I'm good. Now I'm leading. Yeah. No. The where she just wakes up one day and decides I'm gonna be a good guy. Mm-hmm. I know. I imagine if they ever try that with Baron Corbin. Because Lacey Evans is kind of the Baron Corbin of the women's division. A yeah. little bit. She yeah. was for a while. Yeah, kind of. Um, anyway, she tells Sasha to get in the ring so uh, she she could drop her where she stood. Um, Sasha obliges. Lacey winds up for a punch. And then Sasha goes, ah! Screams and drops to the mat. Falls to the ground, yeah. And Lacey leaves, goes up the ramp, and then Bailey attacks her from behind. Yeah. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, I'm Nolan Sykes, a host of Past Gas, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Every week, my co-hosts, James Pumphrey, Joe Weber, and I bring you some of our favorite stories from the hollowed halls of car history. From the amazing to the weird to the utterly unforgettable moments, we cover it all. Join us as we take a look at the wild stories and larger-than-life characters behind legendary cars and car makers. So if you love cars or just like a good story, check out Past Gas by Donut Media, the number one automotive podcast in the world. Um, And then after that was announced, Bray versus Miz at TLC. Interesting how that that all plays out. Mm -hmm. So we're going to get uh, Sasha versus Lacey Evans at TLC? Seems like it. Guess we'll find out at TLC. Yeah, I guess so. And then a quick shot of Dolph and Baron Millen about backstage, and then we get our main event, which started at like 6.32. Yeah. It was Reigns versus Dolph. Well, the the epilogue to the match was eight minutes. The match finished with eight minutes left. I know. I thought that they were... (laughs) They were going to do either Daniel Bryan or Miz or something. They just did dog food. Well, let's talk about what happened before dog food. They were sewn under the ring with a, a wig on. <laughs> yeah. It looked like a wig. I don't know. Gray hair, but looked like a wig. I don't know. That that was down there to to put like the rubber band around Roman's foot to yeah. keep him against the ring post. Yeah. I don't know. You think that guy was gonna pop out and like be somebody? Well, yeah, because you see you see a hand come out from under the ring, grab Roman's ankle at one point. The camera pointed down and did a close up of that. So is this going to be like next week he's going to say... It's going to be like Bob Roode. Ha ha, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. It should be N.W.O. Rowan. <laughs> With gray wig. Anyways, this match was basically just Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. It's it's exactly what you think it is. A lot of Dolph Ziggler... Uh, not a lot of good selling from Dolph, but then a well, lot of headlocks from there Dolph. Were, especially like there was a commercial break during the match. Pre-commercial break, you could have slept through. Uh, Baron comes out with on the hand car thing. Um, Post commercial break, it got fun. I think that's when Dolph avoided the spear and that did was the really roll cool. up right yeah. out of the spear. That, that was, was cool. Uh, match starts getting decent, um, and then like the pace is quick. It's good selling. 
Roman had a good couple bits where he was selling too. Uh, Baron gets up on the apron. Roman Superman punches him off, and then he spears Dolph for the win. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Roman goes ringside, hits Baron with a drive-by, and then Rain starts getting jumped by all uh, the guys who were carrying Baron around. Yeah, and he, I know. I, I'm so sad you didn't see this. Hopefully you can watch a little clip of it. But, you know, Roman, they're all a bunch of local enhancement guys, right? Uh, so they all start attacking Roman. He fends them all off. But there's this one dude who ate his foot, man. It was hilarious. I thought it was great. Um, anyways, that's the guy who ended up, like, coming back and, and handcuffing yeah. Roman Reigns. Uh, and so, yeah. And then they go. And, yeah, like you said, there's a mystery dude under the ring. So that's going to be a thing. Like, they – I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and then they get a bunch of dog food and start just dumping. There's, like, eight cans of dog food. They just dumped all over Roman Reigns. You could literally hear Vince McMahon laughing from the back. It's such good shit. It's such good shit. Yeah. It was terrible. It was a really bad way to end it. I don't care about Roman Reigns versus Baron Corbin in the first no, place. No, who does? Nobody. I mean, Roman's getting pretty Well, the, the crowd was into it. Yeah. And that was great. Once At one point, the crowd was chanting Roman, and he's on the Matt Stone, and he does this. <laughs> yeah. And it starts getting fired up. He's actually... Yeah. He's actually doing a good job. Really good job. Uh, let's answer some questions, Steve. Alex Foster, if you guys were on Firefly Funhouse, what would your puppets be? Oh, I'd have one of my dog, Gypsy. Hmm. Um, so it'd be Gypsy Bug. And then... I say my dog, then. Um, well, you you can't. It's your own Firefly Funhouse. You can do what you want. And then... Uh, I'd be a snake. Well, yeah, there you go. No, the, no, you'd have a snake there. Like, it's all, you know, also iterations of ourselves or various odd characters for our lives. Um... Or it'd be Barry Bratwurst. Barry Bratwurst, he'd be yeah, he could be there in yours. Uh, I have like a little targeted guy. There you go, a little targeted That's guy. Uh, it's just Bray's hand or someone's hand in a target bag, though. Uh huh. Yeah. There's no right. actual puppet there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then like my puppet McMahon would be like my dad. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jocelyn booked the wrestler that was hiding under the ring. I think it was Alistair taking a nap under the ring, waiting for someone to pick a fight. His logic being he doesn't have to wait in his dark room anymore. He still doesn't get it. Hands to be wonderful, says Daniel Bryan. He's still under there from last week. Yeah, it would explain the wig. Yeah. Uh, it's probably Bob Rude. It's either, well, somebody in chat said it looked like Shane. Well, Shane was fired. He's on NCIS, too. He's on, uh, well, CSI Los Angeles. Is that what it is? Or is it NCIS Los Angeles? Yeah, I think so. Which one is it? Don't ask me. Which one is all cool? I'm not that old that I watch NCIS. <laughs> that show's been on for like decade. I know. I know. <laughs> Hasn't its audiences died or do like a new crop of 60-year-olds take its place? I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Uh, Wolfpack for life in kayfabe. In kayfabe. Who is the worst wrestler in each brand? Oh, uh, who do I say is the losing? Oh, well, well Sami Zayn. Dakota Kai for NXT. Yeah, then for a while it was Sami Zayn. It was Sami Zayn for a while. Who loses a lot now? Uh, when's the last time Shorty G won a match? Uh, since he rolled up Corbin. God. Or Ali. Cedric Alexander. Cedric Alexander. Yeah, it might be Cedric. Cedric. He's like, yeah. He's he can't a, even consider himself Mr. Main Event because no, he lost to Mojo. Lost to Mojo. What did he do? Who did he know. fart on? I don't know. Man. Uh, Jay Sean Lawrence. 
This question might be more at home to ask Stephen Larson, but I'll ask it here anyway. Should Thanksgiving and Christmas be combined since we eat the same food and see the same people? Yeah. Did this was this meant to be for Ask Stephen Larson? Because then he asks us for the thoughts on the ending of Lost. Oh, maybe. Uh, Let's do this one. Let's do the Thanksgiving Christmas one here, yeah, and then, then see if we can yeah. remember Jay Sean for. Yeah, yeah. Um, I we, traditionally my family eats different foods for each holiday, so it's worth it for me not to combine them. Yeah, I don't. I thought that traditionally it wasn't like. I know some people do, but we've always been ham for Christmas, turkey for Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll have turkey for Thanksgiving, and then like on my my side of the family tradition was uh, Christmas Eve. It was chili we'd make, and then that's a cool tradition. And then usually ham for Christmas Day. We do so we do we only do a Christmas Eve dinner, and that's the that's where the ham comes in. Mm-hmm. And then we do Christmas morning, and this is our thing. We do like a Christmas uh, like breakfast, a brunch, yeah, because uh, everybody comes over early to watch the kids open their presents. Um, and then Christmas night, we just get to chill, yeah, Don't have to worry about anybody, yeah, being in my house, yep, yeah, yep. Uh, Jake Mountford, why does WWE always leave it to the last minute? Announce a card for early because Vince wishes. It. Apparently, that's just a, a, a thing now. That's just going to be a <sighs> thing. Oh now. my goodness. My word. And then in two months, it won't be a thing. I know. You know? Let's refresh this one more time and see if we got any more questions. Uh, Handsome Be Wonderful Fantasy Book The Gimmick Match for Corbin versus Roman at TLC must involve something with dogs. That's a good point. It has to involve dogs. Oh, you know what would be great? If they did like an on location at a dog park. Okay. I'd be fine with that. That'd be cool. How about this? Remember how you used to have those awful uh, women's matches where they had the swimming pools with mud in it? Yeah. Instead, have a swimming pool full of dog food. Okay. And Roman and Baron have to wrestle in that. Okay. That's a good one, too. They're both really bad ideas. They're terrible ideas. Both will be better than what we're going to get at TLC. Probably. It's actually a TLC match. It's a tables, ladders, and chair match, which means it's probably main event to show. No way. Brock's not going to be there, so that title's not going to be up for grabs. U.S. title's never going to main event. IC title's probably not going to be defended. So it's just Bray Miz. That's oh, there. Bray Miz. That'll main event. I don't know. That's not going to be a TLC match. I don't know. That's going to be very interesting. Yeah, it's going to be Bray Miz. They think that The Fiend is a big deal. I hope you're right. I hope you're right, Steve. It'd be weird if it well, this has got to be the first time Miz is gonna make it. But is there a women's match that, that could be Becky hasn't even been around. It was supposed to be Becky Charlotte, Charlotte Oscar might it was be. Supposed to be Becky and Charlotte versus Oscar and Kyrie for the tag titles. That oh, was that's the, right. That was the announced match. Yeah. Wow. So who knows? I don't know, man. I swear to God, man, every time like you think, okay, well, Vince always you know, remember when Vince was doing the weird commercial thing where like all matches had to be two out of three falls or elimination. Yeah, 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 because they didn't want anything interrupted by a commercial. And it's like, okay, when is this weird Vince thing going to end I so know. we can get back to normal stuff? And now we've got another weird Vince thing. When is this going to end so we can get back to normal stuff? And then it's going to be something else that's weird. I know, it's going to be all ridiculous. It's, it's, it's lame, man. Can you just stick to what works? Announce the damn matches. Well, he thinks what works is what worked in the 80s. Yeah, but he never did this in the 80s. He, oh, I know, he gets I know. all these weird little things. I'll tell you, dude. It's like you're in your, what, mid-70s? Yeah, I know. Haven't you figured it out by now? Obviously not. Ah! It's such good shit. Such good shit. Anyways, 
Hopefully you thought this episode was such good shit. If you did, give us a too good, brother. That's the like button. It's doing a too good. Too good us. Too so too good us. Uh, hit the subscribe button, the little notify bell next to it, and then hit all yeah. to make sure you always get your going yes, in please. on notifications. And tomorrow morning, we've got a brand new 10 for the win. Oh, yeah, you've seen it. I think it's it's my favorite yet. Well, it's one of, it's the best of two. Yeah, exactly. So, And I like this one better than last week's, which I thought was really good also. So uh, hopefully you guys will enjoy that, and be sure to give that one a too good, brother. Anyways, thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.